Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services in Eastland, Texas. Tune in every week as we share important information to help you and your family live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, legacy and tax planning, and much more. All covered now on Life Planning 101. Welcome to Life Planning 101. My name is Angela Robinson with Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services right here out of the great town of Eastland, Texas, where everybody that is not from this part of Texas is so jealous as they sit there and watch the Dallas Cowboys draft all those great defensive players and just thinking about how Super Bowl bound we are. Yes, this is proof I am an ultimate cowboy. Get my hopes up every single year only to be let down. But we're not going to be let down. We're going to talk about exciting things today. Today on Life Planning 101, we're going to talk about cash. Do you have cash? Yes, cash. It's exciting these days, right? It's certainly alive. It goes back to the the notion that cash is king after being over a decade of very dismal rates and everybody being bored to death with cash. It's hard to believe that you can see savings accounts and um, you know credit union accounts that advertise over four percent. You've got interest and um, yields of CDs and treasuries that are four to five percent for very 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 short term things. Things, you know, 12 months or less. And this has been going on uh, for a few months now. And, and everybody's just like, what is this? And, and how do we get a hold of this? Because this is not a world that we live in. And then we have this big wake up call about cash because we have these banks that are not working and, and something's happening and everybody goes, oh my goodness, FDIC insurance. This is really a, an important thing. And is my cash safe? And oh my goodness, I have multiples over the limit of those $250,000 sitting in one bank. And what's that mean for me? Am I at risk? Is the government going to bail out my bank too or not? Wow. Yes, cash is a very exciting thing in today's world here in May of 2023. Who would have thought? So that's what we're going to talk about on Life Planning 101 today. We are going to get through some, I guess, just real raw things about cash because I think, you know, we all need a refresher on what it's for, especially during times when interest rates are high. You know, the market has been pretty dismal. Over the last couple of years, you know, everybody's been expecting this uh, big recession coming on, you know, interest rates are climbing, inflation is, is well, it, it was a little, little bit out of control, maybe if that's what you want to call it. it, seems to be, you know, tapering off, right? We got a, a rate that's less than 5% last month, that's huge, you know, coming off of um, 6% that we were having earlier this year and the 7% late last year and the 8% uh, mid last year. And, you know, to top it out was that 9% in June 30th of 2022. Ouch, right? And it was building up to there. So uh, there's been a lot going on and there's no reason that people are wondering, man, is 4%, is this cash? What is this smart? Is it safe? Um, am I doing the right thing with my cash today? Where do I need to be putting it? And so uh, we want to address all of that and we want to do it in the life planning 101 way, very raw, very real. You're not going to want to miss it if you have cash right here on life planning 101 when we come back.
Welcome back to Life Planning 101. My name is Angela Robinson with Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services right here in Eastland, Texas. Be sure to visit us online at www.kennedy-financial.com. Sign up for our weekly newsletter. I tell you what, we've always got our um, you know, our, our, our short market commentary that's coming out. We have Life Planning 101 every single week. And once a month, we get our entire investment team on uh, for a full show of Life Planning 101. Uh, we coin articles every single week and fresh material in our newsletter um, that's very relevant to the individuals, families, and business owners that we work with. So it's all very good. And it's all things life planning, all things life planning. And today is no different. We are talking about having cash and cash being king. Is it safe? Is it smart? What should I be doing with it or not doing with it, right? And I want to, um, first of all, tell you about this story I was reading. And it was this uh, bank teller that was writing this story, and she's from Canada. And she said, you know, 90% of her job used to be cashing checks and living by the ATM at this bank in Canada. And she had this customer come in one day, and he said, I need a ridiculous amount of pennies. There was this business and they just, they pulled one over on me and I am outraged about it. And I have this great idea that when I go back, I'm going to pay them in pennies. I think this will be great. This will make them think as they roll every single one of those rolls to come deposit that cash. They can think about what they did to me. And he, she said, he just got real kind of giggly and, um, you know, going on and on about this. And she said, you know, I, I don't know how this works in the States, but in Canada, um, there's a very reasonable limit on how much you can actually pay with change. Otherwise, the, the business is allowed to reject it as a form of payment. And she decided, you know what, I thought I should tell him this. And so she told him and he just kind of snubbed it off and said, well, it's just money. They got to accept it. And so he keeps on asking her for all these pennies. And so she finally gets him out like 300 pounds of pennies. And he takes it down the business. A few days later, he comes back in and he's got all these boxes. And uh, he said, yep, they refused to take my payment. And she said, well, Unfortunately, all those pennies have to be rolled coins for us to be able to deposit them. Ooh, yes, joke's on him, right? Well, I tell this story because I think we can oftentimes get swept away in the emotions of something going on. You know, uh, we live in the investment world. And I tell you what, you know, um, investments are an interesting thing because Wall Street is exciting to people. Uh, what's happening in the stock markets is exciting to people. I mean, why do people sit there and talk over their fence and brag about their portfolio or their positions or this latest and greatest thing to be able to invest in, you know, whatever the trend is at the moment. I mean, a few years ago, everything was about Robin Hood and, um, you know, cryptocurrency. And today we're talking AI and all these things out there, right? There's always something to be able to talk about that's just fast and fancy and and free. And this year, we've also been talking about something that's just crazy, and that's called cash. Because cash is supposed to be a quote unquote safe thing to have your money in. And with cash, you can, you know, earn quite a bit if you've got it with savings or CDs or you know, even treasuries, and those are considered safer, quote unquote, instruments. I keep saying quote unquote, because, you know, there's a lot of disclosures behind there, because obviously there's risk in every single type of investment that you do. You saw that with these bank failures, what could actually happen with that. So 
what I want to talk about first is the question that I think that is on everybody's mind about, is it safe? Is cash a safe place to be? And um, the reality is, is that you've got different types of investments that are, 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 are vehicles, I should say, not investments, but vehicles that are backed by different things. You're backed by FDIC, you're backed by SIPC, you're backed by uh, the U.S. government, you know, if it's U.S. Treasuries. So, you know, different things that back those and, and it has to be your confidence and even even fixed fixed annuities are considered a cash-like investment. They're backed by the insurer. So you have to look at each thing for what it is and determine your comfortability with that instrument. And this recent bank debacle, I think, has had this, um, you know, a priority on everybody's minds to remember that that FDIC insurance limit is $250,000. And some people found themselves exposed where they were holding multiples of this amount in a single bank account, in a single bank, and it was uninsured. And I think it's going to be interesting to see. I actually, I looked before the show and I couldn't find any statistics out there on, on how much money has actually been moved uh since that event and and it was happening a little bit before that just to do to the 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 treasuries people were moving in waves to go to treasuries because they were the only thing paying anything for a little while there and so it's going to be uh interesting looking back on this historic event and see the magnitude of this cash movement from the banks and, and where they've gone and then i think people have started learning too that brokerage firms, I know, uh, you know, we're with uh, TD Ameritrade, tuned to be Schwab. That's we're not married to them, but that's who we choose to use. And uh, they can accommodate, for example, multiples, uh, multiples of FDIC insurance in one account by having access to uh, instruments from a tremendous number of banks and being able to put them into that one account. There's even uh, companies that you know we've added on in particular cases that can go out and they can get FDIC insurance on up to $100 million uh, just simply by spreading that money about. And it looks and feels like one account that's cash. It's very interesting. So this makes things a lot more efficient. And it actually makes it rather than having to go to 10 physical banks or 10 online banks and obtain that same thing, people are really realizing what the capabilities are to be able to get that FDIC insurance um, on those accounts or or SIPC or are you backed with the treasury or, or what it is. But I think it's noticeable and I think it's worth a question of how is my cash sitting today and is it the way that it should be? Am I comfortable with it? Because this is supposed to be quote unquote safe money. Um, but cash isn't necessarily safe, you know, and, and a lot of people say, well, I just bear it in my backyard. Well, that that's great until you die and no one knows where it's at or, you know, something burns up or bombs and it's all gone. Or I did hear a recent story of actually cash getting dissolved because it was buried under the chicken coop, I think it was. And it like the money was just flying everywhere in the chicken coop. I thought, oh, that's horrible, right? So <laughs> so there's risk and risk and everything. And so I think that's really important to think about, right? Um, but then there's this other question that I think everybody should be asking. And I don't know that they certainly are because we're so wrapped up with what it is. We're so wrapped up with what it, you know, this four or 5% yield um, that you can you can find in these different vehicles is, is we're not asking this question. Is it smart? I mean, four to 5% yield isn't shabby. Looks smart. Sounds smart. Particularly when you compare it to these dismal rates we've had over the last decade plus. I mean, we've been in a virtually declining interest rate environment uh, for a very, very long time. 
And that's, you know, this is exciting times. <laughs> so, um, you know, is it smart? And I think, you know, to answer that, really, the answer lies in another question that you have to ask yourself. And that's the question that I want to talk about when we come back on Life Planning 101. You're not going to want to miss it. Welcome back to Life Planning 101. My name is Angela Robinson with Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services. Be sure to visit us online at www.kennedy-financial.com if you've missed any of our Got Cash show because we've been talking about just the basics. Is it safe? And now we're asking, is it smart? Well, there's a little joke out there that says the question isn't what age I want to retire. It's at what income? And I think the same thing applies here. Is it smart to be investing in this 4 to 5% cash out there? It's not shabby, right? Looks smart, sounds smart, especially when you compare it to the past, but it's the wrong question. You see, the answer isn't always about the answer. The answer is often about, are you asking the right question? Because if you're asking the wrong question, that's just the piece of you don't know what you don't know that could actually hurt you. You need to be asking this question. What is the money for? What is the cash for? Too many people get wrapped up in what the money is. You know, like we mentioned before the break, is it invested in the latest trend? I'm talking to Frank over the fence and what are his investments doing? What are my investments doing? I'm doing better than you, right? I'm getting this rate. I've got this savings account. I've got this CD over here, blah, blah, blah. I've got this FDIC insurance on this 10 million, however that works, right? We love to have those conversations and we get wrapped up in what money is. And, and I've even seen investment advisor firms you know, do the same thing. They're, they're so in tune with what it is. And I think that's why we're seeing all this regulation come down the pike of making sure you're doing what's in the best interest of the client. Because, you know, they love what they do and that's great. But you've got to remember you're an advisor and, and you got to think about what the money's for. And that's the biggest question out there. What is the money for? And, and don't get me wrong here, okay? Looking at what the money is, what it's held in, what it's invested in, those are extremely important aspects of this. You know, we believe that so much at Kennedy Financial Services and Smart Money Group that we have an entire team, a CFA, his team dedicated to this. We make significant investment in our research and education every year just to do that, what it is. However, and even our CFA will tell you this, none of that matters if you don't know what the money's for. I want to take you back on a little history lesson here. So I was looking back. Um, I knew we did a few articles on CDs in the past. I found this one we published actually in April 18. It's pretty funny because we were getting excited about seeing a 2.75% six-month CD. Yeah, 2.75. That's really exciting actually in April 18 if you think about it. Um, we pinned this article as a you know reminder to our readers about what after-tax real rate of return is. I'm going to repeat that. After-tax real rate of return. So simply put, what that means is that you have a real return only after you pull out inflation and taxes that you pay on the interest. So let's put this in today's world. Inflation in March finally dropped below 5% to 4.98. 
So let's just take it on the higher end of this money that's out there, you know, today. And obviously this fluctuates every day. Don't hold me to this. I mean, sometimes these moves are drastic on what these yields are. Tell everybody, you know, we got we got to be able to do it at the moment to know what it's going to be. But um, let's just take a 5% CD. So you got a 5% CD and let's say you have a moderate tax bracket. You're 22%, not going to federal tax bracket. We're not going to deal with state. So this could be worse, could be better, right? So you got a 5% CD, 22% tax bracket. So you take that 5% minus 1.1% for what the taxes cost minus your inflation of 4.98%. Well, that gives you an after-tax real rate of return of a whopping negative 1.08%. Yes, you heard that. A negative 1.08%. Now, how fascinating does that look? Yeah, not so much, right? We don't think about that. All we're thinking about is that uh, fancy thing out there. We're thinking about pulling one over on the business owner with all our pennies, that 4 to 5% yield that we can get. And, uh, you know... As a reminder, we're just dealing with the higher end of the yield today and moderate taxes. That number could get worse. And the real truth is, if you look throughout history, okay, CDs actually came on the stage in the early 1960s. And this story has remained the same throughout that period that rarely, very, very rarely do CDs produce a positive after-tax real rate of return. Hmm. So I'm going to go back to my question. What is the money for? It is extremely important to answer that to learn if it's smart to be investing in these cash-like vehicles. To sum it up, you simply can't say that 4 or 5% is smart if you haven't defined what the money's for. Sure, if the money's going to be for something that's in the very near future, you got to, you're going to purchase this in a couple months or, you know, heck, your retirement, you, you know, your retiree and you're living off of, you know, bucketed money. You got to have cash for the next 12 months or you got to have this emergency cash set aside. Yes, yes, that might be a very smart thing to do. Another one, if you want dry powder, right? We talk about dry powder all the time from an investment angle, wanting it to be there when the market takes a bath from time to time. That's one of the most exciting things about being money managers is watching that market take a bath and having this wish list. And they're like little kids in a candy store that get greedy when other people get fearful. And that's an exciting time to be able to do that. And having dry powder is a very powerful, powerful thing. And some of these short-term tools may be an answer for some of that dry powder. Now, there might be other ways to have that dry powder, and it depends from time to time which is the best vehicle to do that, but this could be an answer for it. However, a negative return only proves one thing. Nothing is without risk. And the risk of cash is going broke safely. Yes, going broke safely. It's not necessarily smart to go broke safely. So this is why what we do is so important. We bucket money. We know why every dollar exists. That is so important. And does it always guarantee when, I mean, just just knowing, guarantee that we're going to guarantee that perfect timing or that investment or that yield? Absolutely stinking not. No, it doesn't at all. However, when you know what the money is for, you're able to create a discipline. 
you're able to be able to know something about how your money needs to be managed and any of the ways that it needs to be managed. You know, we've got buckets. Everybody that knows us and works with us, they hear about our buckets. We got the now bucket, the soon bucket, the later bucket, the legacy bucket, right? We got a lifestyle bucket that you want to stuff and overstuff and make sure there's plenty in it. You want to have a backup bucket in case something goes wrong in the lifestyle bucket. And then if there's $1 left over, no matter who it's for, what it's for, we want to maximize that dollar, right? So those are all purpose-driven buckets about what the money's for. And once we define what the money's for, then we can figure out the best place that that money needs to be working for that exact moment. And actually, if that money if that money manager is able to work holistically, man, that's a beautiful mechanism. Because if they know when they want that dry powder available or when they might not want that dry powder available, they know how much yield they can get because this is what they're giving up or what this is good they're giving up or this would work or this wouldn't work or so on and so forth. See, it all works together. It all needs to work together. Because if it doesn't work together, then there's something that comes into play and it's called our emotions. There's a reason that stock markets have outperformed individual investors again and again and again and again and again and again and again. Look it up. Google it. Google almost any year out there and see how investors, the average investor, performed compared to the stock markets. It's horrible. It is absolutely horrible. And you know why it is? Our emotions. We are greedy and fearful individuals. Greed is big. Fear is bigger. They're the biggest threat to our money. If you're worried about safety, that's what you need to be worried about yourself. Yes, absolutely. I mean, they should make movies on this, really. There's some really good plots behind this. So anyway, I digress. Back to cash. Is it king? It is king. But only if you have a clear depiction of what it is for and a discipline to strategize what it needs to be in. My name is Angela Robinson with Smart Money Group, Kennedy Financial Services here in the great town of Eastland, Texas. Be sure to visit us online at www.kennedy-financial.com. We got an entire library of resources there. Sign up for our weekly life lessons. And uh, if you're not a Cowboys fan, we'll let you on anyway. But other than that, go Cowboys. God bless you. Have a great week. And we'll hear from you next week on Life Planning 101. Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services. If you have questions, you can email them to lifeplanning at kennedy-financial.com. Don't forget to learn how our sister company can assist you with all of your tax, bookkeeping, and consulting needs. You can find out more at briscoeandassociates.com. Be sure to tune in next week for more Life Planning 101. The opinions expressed herein are those of the firm and are subject to change without notice. The opinions referenced are as of the date of publication and are subject to change due to changes in the market or economic conditions and may not necessarily come to pass. Any opinions, projections, or forward-looking statements expressed herein are solely those of the author, may differ from the views or opinions expressed by other areas of the firm, and are only for general informational purposes as of the date indicated. Securities offered through Calton & Associates Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Smart Money Group LLC. Kennedy Financial Services and Smart Money Group LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by Calton & Associates Incorporated.